0: You read the Bible, Greg. Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper. And the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is
1: TC and Jake.
0: When I lay my vengeance
1: upon thee. Happy 2222
0: deuce deuce eight guys you guys celebrate deuce, deuce. that on the on the show today uh no not really however in the waning moments of that show you uh, know what is called the mix mm-hmm. i did learn that emmett and his wife got divorced in december
1: oh i don't think emmett's i think he kind of sucks. sucks
0: well maybe but as i told dan i was always um I was always really confused growing up learning that Emmett Smith was married, uh, was married to Martin Lawrence's ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably my first there were only 20 people in the world. That one, okay. Well, just like the first time, I'm like, how the fuck do they know each other? And then whenever
1: like, you found out about Calvin and Monique.
0: I was like, yeah, well, that was huge too, but. Is that true? I don't know. We shouldn't say it if it's not true. Well, he said it. Oh, okay, well then. He,
1: I, I'm pretty sure he told Bob. Like yeah, no big.
0: Do- I used to be married to Monique. I've never been able to find it online. Me neither. But that was also before a time when you might have been able to find stuff like that online.
1: And maybe he was like, you know, like speaking unclearly. Maybe it was another person. Too I was Monique. gonna
0: say, I was gonna say that, uh, you know, I said that that's before we had time where we could find stuff online. But we actually know the reason why Ronald Reagan backed out of the sequel to the Bonzo series. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Bozo.
1: We've been recording history for a long time. Yeah. Bedtime for Bonzo. Bedtime
0: for Bonzo, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, I remember when I was a kid, like, maybe not so much my first, there's only 20 people, but the, oh, rich people are just kind of in their own thing. Like, Emmett Smith is married to Martin's ex-wife? Like, what? how do they, again, like, how do they know each other? Like, why would, he doesn't play football, and Emmett doesn't act. How do they meet? both true things
1: um george harrison's wife is in the beatles thing and that makes me sad why because i think eric clapton's a bad guy
0: oh yeah he was married uh, she was married to clapton what first or no
1: she was married to george harrison and clapton <laughs> relentlessly pursued and then oh yeah much like the uh, the yellow king you only wanted but that one
0: time so what happened? Clapton broke up the relationship.
1: Yeah, and she like got married to him, and then he was a total and he fucking beat her dick. And stuff. I don't know if he beat her. Maybe.
0: I mean, dude, it's Eric Clapton.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Like uh, a lot of bad things were done to Eric Clapton as a young man, and he didn't do a lot to break the cycle.
0: Super racist.
1: Although his well, there's the one thing. Yeah, definitely. But like,
0: the one thing where he's like, we shouldn't have black people living here? It's terrible. <laughs> that one feels like the only one. Like, that, that does all, that covers a lot. <laughs>
1: it's just like, if it were, like, I just, I do draw, like, it's not like he's like, uh, you know, the founder of Stormfront or something. Like, uh, he's had a lot of opportunities to express his opinions. It's notable that he has been less than clear about, like, uh, what, but I, it's i don't know he was really dry like i don't mean to like excuse i listen i started this thing off by saying i think that eric clapton's a piece of shit i think he's a piece of shit i tough also time think claiming that, that
0: high ground you started with this that well no i'm not i'm not worried about it.
1: like this is a podcast where people are fucking okay discussing complex issues where uh people both have uh blame and uh you know like uh mitigating circumstances that are not mitigating but like situations are complicated cause. yeah like I, I think that I, like, Eric Clapton does not have the racial views that I would prefer that everyone have, uh, but I don't know. If he cared about it that much, like, it's, it's not like I want to, like, give him a medal for not caring about race relations that much, and, like, my heart goes out to anyone fucking affected by his statements, of course, you know? Like, they should not have to hear that. They should not have to tolerate that. Like, fucking full stop, 100%. But also, like, you know, he fucking, like... If every single person was going to be judged only by a thing they said when falling down drunk forty years ago, like where would we be?
0: That was only that
1: was forty years ago.
0: It's in the seventies, so man. 50, I thought he fifty years ago. Are you sure he doesn't have some updated takes on this matter? Or do you yes. just have some really? crazy corona takes as well it's the crazy th- corona takes yeah okay so maybe that's when people just dug all when he's
1: been going at corona yeah yeah you can't like, come at corona dude it's not acceptable in the public discourse i'll you know
0: uh i don't think that's look what true. they're doing to him
1: no you're right i don't
0: yeah yeah but it's weird though because Joe all Rogan i was suffering through and i do want a hundred million dollars i do want to talk about that uh i don't i yeah not too much Come on, I'm not going after another Bernie bro.
1: It's one of my four banned words. Rogue? On on Twitter. I've I have Rogan muted. Well, that's not unfortunate. Him, just the word
0: Rogan. Yeah, that's unfortunate because then you would have missed the uh ladies and gentlemen, we got a moment of earlier this week when I saw that uh Joe Rogan. Actually, you would have seen that one. <laughs> yeah, I would have, yeah. That I think that's why uh before we started we're about to we're recording right before things get really hairy with the weather Mm -hmm. uh joe rogan actually stepped down and uh asked to be paid no money for his spotify deal because he recently had the guy who Google stuff for him click on uh joe rogan and he was crushed okay my point on eric clapton would just be that there's a lot of people who don't really care that much about things like race relations and those people just don't say stuff like "we shouldn't have any black people here."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those listen. people
0: are just like, uh,
1: it's the worst thing that you could do in a drunken stupor fifty years ago. But it is the thing he did in the drunken stupor fifty years ago. But like, you know, if we're talking about things that happened in a drunken stupor fifty years ago, I, I, you know, he would have had to like, kill I was someone. conceived. It's the worst thing he would, could no, say. Yeah. If he had, like, actually, you know, like, if he had, like, screamed out uh, Britain first and stabbed a a minority, that would be worse.
0: Uh, Yeah, you got me there. But amongst
1: amongst (laughs) spoken statements, I can't imagine anything worse than what he said. Yeah. And I I give it the full condemnation that I would give a statement someone made while falling down drunk 50 years ago.
0: Somebody uh, sent me this the other day, and I wanted to show it to you in person. And uh, you're just gonna look at this tweet. It's a screenshot, and then roll to the right. You can okay. tell the people who tweeted right. it and what you see there because it's a, a Bovada, a, fucking, a Howitzer of a of a exchange.
1: Sportsbook Bovada. What's the biggest what if in sports history? <laughs> what if David Stern didn't veto Chris Paul to the Lakers? Would Kobe be considered goat over Jordan and LeBron?
0: That's a no for me. But it's it, that's starting... He's embracing debate, but there's a guy wanted to weigh in with a follow-up. Also,
1: this is a different guy saying also. Also, Kobe may still be alive if CP3 is on his team. He doesn't play the heavy minutes that made him tear his Achilles and probably plays multiple year more years at a high level and sti- instead of retiring.
0: Huge what if. <laughs> Huge what if. <laughs> there are a few I can... Conjure up that would make me more powerfully wonder what if (laughs) (laughs) David Stern killed Kobe (laughs) Bryant? You heard it here, folks, and then didn't even have the uh the gall to stay alive to answer questions about it for too much longer. What a coward! What an absolute coward! Oh man, I thought you would enjoy that.
1: You uh, you were getting a call from uh, from Blake while I was holding your phone. If you want to return that on air.
0: Uh, I could probably, well, let's see. Now I've got two Put calls it on here. speaker
1: like the Kardashians
0: do. Uh, no, we're probably fine. We're probably fine. Megan's
1: been getting into the Housewives, which uh, is a turn I've been waiting for. I'm excited for this era.
0: Yeah, I think Kristen spent a couple seasons, but I can't, I don't think she can even keep up with like how many there, like is she watching new ones? She started S1E1 of Bev Hills. Okay, so that's like 15 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah well what's interesting about Camille that and kelsey
1: grammar are still married in this
0: yeah so uh i don't know like all of the players for sure and i'm sure there's a podcast so far i only recognize camille grammar well what i'm telling you is though is that over but like the boy, next do i 10 seasons or so uh a lot of these people are in jail or yeah dead megan's, or, megan's
1: been like looking it up whenever they come on yeah like ah
0: a lot of fraud convictions. Fraud, uh, spousal abuse. Yeah, uh, yeah, Somebody, yeah. a couple, at least one of them I think was was killed and like not by natural causes. <laughs> oh, so, really? There's a lot going on in that show.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, if you think that life is good, maybe it's not.
0: A lot of titties. A lot of titties. A lot of titties. Is it worth it for the titties? Although it's interesting though, when I watch that show, uh, it strikes me as odd as how far we have come when it, uh gets to getting titties right and basically appears still to be at the starting line when it comes to getting faces right interesting point because none of them like none of those uh women's surgery has turned out well
1: although with uh yeah the the point that's always made about surgery it's the same thing with cgi when it's done well you don't talk about how it's bad because you don't know
0: yeah, but that's that's very true, but then this show seems to have Like
1: you took you guys are constantly harping on uh, you know, how Cliff Kingsbury and uh John Madden look so different. Cliff Kingsbury has just had a lot of successful facial procedures that you don't know about, but he looks nothing like John Madden did.
0: He probably has. Um, but on that show they filtered out for only the people who got the bad CGI.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like almost that's everyone on that what show, they want,
0: dude yeah i guess that's true it's just weird to me that that's people, what
1: like they're coming across like that's that's who they're trying to portray people who got bad plastic surgery
0: <laughs> that's actually yeah it's not about housewives <laughs> yeah shit at some point they they dropped the filter where it's like half of them aren't even married yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like but we have to keep the best the plastic the surgery show. thing it's
1: like a uh, texas a&m you know Right. Yeah. Doesn't stand for anything. The name of the school is Texas A and M. Housewives is not like referring to a concept. It's just the name of the show. It's just you know H O U S E. Did I spell that right? Yes. W I V E S. You know, just those those letters together. Yeah. It's not supposed to signify anything. Uh,
0: definitely not a marriage. No. No. Certainly not. See if she'll get into basketball wives and give us a report. I always thought that seemed like uh, uh, the Taco Town. Yeah, of reality and that that (laughs) gets even awesomer. (laughs) Yes,
1: but that also is uh, it has the same. My understanding is that basketball has the same sort of thing as housewife does in real housewives.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Like not close to all of them being
1: (laughs) dating basketball players.
0: Yeah, like you're I think you're right about that. I think it, it got pretty loosey goosey there towards the end. But there
1: is only one question whenever uh, making these kinds of shows. It's not are they fucking thematically correct. It's is it entertaining? Yeah, it just seems like if a, it's still entertaining, a lot of yelling, <laughs> a lot of yelling, fucking
0: lot of yelling. Every time that shows on in my house, I'm like ah, 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 and it's been a while, but
1: yeah. Now they uh, some of the women feel like some of the other ones are being a little bit two faced. Is my impression? Yeah that's gonna come up a lot they they may say things when some of these people aren't in the room that are not the same things as what they say when they are in the room do you watch the uh, hot news self-immolation video no I it was sent you know it was in the group text right it was but uh I, I did not see how my life would be improved by seeing a man
0: set himself on fire you were enriched by the fact that I showed you a suicide last week you didn't regret that. I would say I have mixed feelings. <laughs> we can watch it right now if you want.
1: <laughs> yes, that's definitely what I'm communicating to you that I really want to see. It. I think
0: you're an asshole if you put this guy out.
1: That's a great question. If a man is like putting himself on fire next to you and you're holding a fire thing, what, what ought you do? Yeah. I think you'd probably have some regrets if you didn't try. There is a, like a long, right? Like uh, that. You remember that bridge document, the documentary called "The Bridge." Oh yeah. Uh, it was just for the listener who doesn't recall. Uh, it's about the Golden Gate Bridge, the and the the uh, specter of suicide that surrounds it. It's yeah. the number one bridge to jump off of in the world. And
0: has not been one in like seven or eight years though? Because they put in the proper uh, measures.
1: Yeah, they. Which you know, good call. Um, well, I mean, this is kind of what we're getting to, yeah, right? Yeah. Of like if if someone has an intent to kill themselves, is it wrong to like shouldn't that be their choice? And I certainly have some sympathy for that viewpoint, but the, the counterpoint that I you know bring up the bridge in order to make is that a lot of those people on that show, everyone they're talking to, it's uh none of the people where the suicide worked, notably. But uh it's you're talking to a lot of the survivors, and a lot of them are like it was an impulsive thing. Like it happened very quickly. And, you know, like they, it's not like they tried again five minutes later. You know, like if they wanted to be dead, they could be dead. But they're sitting here talking to you. And I think that that, that, that often is how it feels in my life that it's, uh, you know, like a, a cloud passes over you. But then, like, you know, there's no cloud that in my experience has ever like just kept on going, both in terms of, literal and meta- meta- metaphorical clouds
0: yeah we should so, look up longest cloud that's a great but I would like to know, by like longest cloud yeah just in time yeah, the long, the longest duration for cloud i mean you know, it's it's at most days you're probably right not yeah. weeks yeah i mean i guess i grade on a curve a little bit uh when it comes to the moral uh responsibility here because now the golden gate bridge is a little bit different. You got to work a little bit to get up there, but not near the level of commitment you got to have to set yourself on fire. It's yeah. Like it took a little bit of a plan. Yeah. You it's got like to a, acknowledge that. And it's not, it's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. You jump off of a bridge and die. Like
1: how was there someone with a fire extinguisher I don't know. that it, ready?
0: It's a bit of a, a confusing thing because This is kind of where we get to uh, just really just a commentary on how you can't come with the COVID, I think, as you said. Mm -hmm. No one has even really been able to confirm that this was uh, someone setting themselves on fire against uh, vaccination mandates. Okay. But because it was a hot new immolation video, it was posted to uh, websites for people who don't like the vaccine. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. They wanted to see one of their true brothers. Yeah, this, I mean, to me, this honestly almost looks like a stunt because the pe- people are so readily available to put the fire out. But it also or doesn't it, look like it's on a lot, you know? It, it could be
1: that it was like the suicide guy last time where he may, you know maybe you stood there for a while thinking about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, Giving them time to run in, grab a can, right. grab a thing.
0: But he looks very prepared for this. I mean, this fire is not going out. Yeah, it's,
1: I can I stop <laughs> hearing that?
0: Can I? Can is that I say possible? This, can I say this? And I don't think that this could be in any way pre- uh, uh, construed as offensive. So I'm probably fine. Oh, good. Yeah. I think I just learned that Italian is Italian is definitely the funniest language to hear someone screaming in oh! after they said it. So oh!
1: <laughs> mamma mia
0: I never considered it and I've never done a ranking I can get back to you with that if you'd like yeah I don't know but Italian that's hilarious I'm sorry that is a funny language to be screaming in flame related pain
1: what is is the Italian word for ouch
0: I think you just heard it yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, speaking of Italian, uh, I had to do something I was not proud of the other day. I don't know what any part of that means, but I'm excited to learn. I'm trying, in vain, to eat slightly healthier, as always. What are we
1: doing? Like, yeah, what's wrong with you now? You I, look fucking thriving, dude. I I had to do it.
0: They were they were fucking.
1: He unsubscribed from Pizza Hut texts, which the big news here. And I guess it's not news if you know him, but still, this man was subscribed to Pizza Hut texts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Text me, yeah. but only, only yeah, late yeah. at night.
0: Yeah, don't worry. I have your notifications silenced. I have you. My phone is spray tan. <laughs> God, that is a great because it was working way too often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Fuck, that is a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> they don't text you the bad deals, dude. Yeah, I'm a VIP. <laughs> yeah. They let me in the little secret handshake club here. It's like a speakeasy for for the hut. Yeah, I'm still so. Uh, so I had to hit him. I with still want to
1: know so bad how I ended up being that, on Pizza Hut's radar. That and was a how hell of get a, back? a hell of a arc. Do I need to? Can I still DM them? Looks like yes.
0: Yeah, that was really something. They sent you some sh- some some swag, some I mean, swag.
1: Like two hundred dollars.
0: They did send you a lot of a lot of coupons as well. And they sent
1: me a pizza flavored candle, some koozies we still use, and some kind of card game. Yeah, I didn't
0: really get it. I didn't either. Goddamn, though, there's no way I could follow them on Twitter. That spicy lovers looks. <sighs> I
1: didn't know about that and I might eat it tonight.
0: Well, because see, what's happening now is something that, you know, I've known was out there for a long time, but, and these places fucking knew this too. They could have offered this at any point, just like with the Mexican pizza and made a lot of people happy. If you have the option to get spicy marinara, spicy sauce on your pizza, you always do it. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Megan doesn't like this spicy ketchup no what a crazy person
0: with all due respect that's insane dude i know it because you know my theory I've, I've laid it out here for you several times we should just every
1: year yep the regular becomes the spicy i think i mean aren't they like somewhat doing that
0: i know they have like a small batch situation going on but the two times i've asked for it uh at my local water burger they uh said they were out
1: yeah, by the time I Without got home beliefs. from the Tom Segura thing Saturday, I was not in a position to do a good job of differentiating what exactly kind of ketchup I was using. But uh, I th- I think that we got the good kind. We did stop at Whataburger. Like the new
0: good kind? I think so. Was it white? Like the package is white? I
1: know, I know that's the deal. Yeah. I don't, rec- you know, ask her. But uh, yeah.
0: She's not into the spice, huh?
1: Yeah, I think, or maybe we should update because they didn't have regular. They were all out of regular. So she did try some. And often, I, you know, I understand how this is an inherently disrespectful viewpoint, but it's also sometimes correct. I often suspect that liking is a result of not trying.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit rich for, I'm not going to touch this range of vegetables guy, but... It's,
1: I've, it's not. That I've never tried those. I was forced to eat them for the first fucking. You know, until I was done with high school. They've done some things in that space. Yeah, I mean, I, I have them like at, at good, like a, if it's if it's a nice restaurant, like if it's a, above a certain level, I'm like the chef knows way more than me about what tastes good, even than me. So like, I'm not modifying, and I'll just eat whatever they put in front of me, and but like I, even then, it's like it doesn't make me like want to get
0: it and other i'm mostly lying to myself here and you <laughs> well
1: yeah that's where it's you know once you're lying to yourself how could you not lie to others
0: yeah i uh i found some salads i like, like i'll I got, eat a caesar salad from can, time to that time that i can fuck with a little bit i one, like caesar salad one thing i was definitely not on board with forever was uh any sort of fruit in a salad Ooh,
1: see i like fruit in all settings I like fruit and salad.
0: I just don't like sweet stuff mixed with not sweet stuff really at all. Uh, We
1: were at, I I was at a a fancy dinner I wasn't paying for. It was a large group situation. This is when the lady uh,
0: asked you about abortion? No, when was that? Oh, whenever you were saying you like Texas, and some dummy was like, "Oh yeah, what about? Your, <laughs> oh, yeah. what about your bad your bad men?" Related, related. Okay. Um.
1: That was a that was a happy hour. This was a dinner the next day. Okay. But same same. You know, extravaganza. Uh, and they, it was a it was the um, the Oceanair. You know about Oceanair? No. In the, it's in the the Westin in the Galleria. It's a seafood restaurant. It sounds awesome. It's in the Westin the Galleria. It is awesome. I had a a, a Texas uh, Texas bass of some kind, I think. Maybe okay. it was a trout. I don't know. It was it was a Texas fish. It was good. Okay. Um, but uh, so they they had a big seafood tower, and so they're, you know, asking Is anyone here not able to participate. Mm. I don't want to call attention to myself, but I don't want to lie, and I also don't want to pass away from eating shellfish. So yeah, I I can't eat the tower. And the guy goes. Yeah, Yeah. don't even worry about it. I'll bring you something special. Puts a fucking salad in front of me.
0: That is the most unspecial substitute that could ever be created. One... I could not have been more uh, disappointed. Let's just start with the fact, before we even get to trading seafood for salad, the fact that one of them is being branded as a goddamn tower. I mean, it was already it was very cool. Yeah, you, you're you can't bring me a salad tower. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> but, God, what i fucking limp with that. But being, if you're gonna bring me something salad else, salad tower,
0: cheese tower,
1: yeah, cheese tower would have been
0: great. Pepperoni tower, but <laughs> Any so sort because of tower.
1: one because like it's a social situation where like I'm I don't want to be the guy that just like pushes it back. You know, like I'm not doing that. So and also I am in in the thing I was talking about before of like. These people know what, what's good stuff. I'm, I should put my faith in them and trust them. And I'm just so... Just to your point of whether or not I've ever tried vegetables. Like, <laughs> I had them within the last month. They still fucking suck. That thing was terrible.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, there's... Again, I can get by, but for the most part, all I want is... You should have told
1: Pizza Hut my number. Send them my way.
0: They don't need your number. They're You're in the club. No, not anymore. It's been a while. You're standing there chanting one of us. It's been,
1: been a couple years. It was yeah, February 3rd, 2020. So pandemic kind of cut off oh, my uh contact that, with Pizza. Hut, that's when was real. <laughs> yeah. Um I watched uh, I watched the director's commentary of heat this week.
0: Damn. That's gotta be five hours.
1: I mean, it's just the length of the movie. They don't like st- which is three hours.
0: Yeah, I looked at that the other day. Uh, Two I just, hours, 15 minutes. I just feel like there's sometimes in those where there's like a stop and they kind of take five or ten minutes on this topic or... No, It's been he'll, a long time since I've seen one of those outside of, obviously, Armageddon.
1: Yeah, he'll... Uh, just like he'll, if he's on something, Michael Mann, he'll keep talking about it, like as other stuff's going on. Like, not every single part of the movie is something that he has to comment on. So, he'll, the parts that he does have to comment on, he'll, he'll talk about it for a while while other stuff is going on. Uh, it's tight. He's good at it. He was made within the last, I mean, because in one of the, in one of the beginning scenes, he's explaining the, the opening scene whenever the, uh, subway, subway train is pulling up. Yeah. And um, De Niro gets off and then goes and steals the ambulance. Uh, He he explains that that same subway stop was used in Collateral. So it has to be after he made Collateral. Okay. And then I also found, uh, by the way, just what I'm, my main point here is you need to go and purchase the uh, Criterion, the movie. It's, I mean, it's not even, it's just like on iTunes or whatever. Like I just bought it. Okay. The last time that me and Megan, Megan had never seen it. So I wanted to show it to her, and I was like, "Rent or purchase?" I'm like, "How is that even a question?"
0: <laughs> I would have never thought about the purchase, honestly. But
1: I know that I'm going to be needing to see Heat again <laughs> several more times in my life. Yeah. Like I just want to. I want to save money. I need to purchase.
0: Yeah, you'll at least make that back in the next year. Yeah. Of six six viewings. And so whenever we uh
1: whenever we got the uh, the beautiful home theater installed, thank you, Evolve Dallas. Uh, I was like, how can I really, you know, see what's under the hood on this bad boy? (laughs) Let's put on heat. And then I see there's extras and I'm like, what's under the extras? We got the commentary. We've got two separate hour long, uh, like panels. Of course. Everyone convened together. I didn't see who's hosting (laughs) the second one, but the moderator on the first one, Chris Nolan. Wow. Just asking everyone involved with heat. Hey. Hey. Did you like making heat or what?
0: I can tell you right now I don't I think I may have even said this before. I don't have a clue what Christopher Nolan looks like. Where's a suit? I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him.
1: I do know what he looks like. I've I've watched the behind the scenes featurette of a uh, Dark Knight and uh saw that he does direct in a suit and I I don't know what I was expecting. Like I guess maybe other people do that, but it's it's a hell of a thing to witness. I'm Gonna pull it up here. What's Dark Knight Dumo mean, I wonder? That's the autocomplete. dummo Dunno. Should I click it? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's like it's a just rapper. A, just a little Travis Scott song, apparently. Not for me. Yeah. Um, you know, so, on, on account of the sacrificing people in the name of the signs. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh so Am, am I allowed to be, like, kind of cock-teased, like, not really that excited that there's a Heat 2 book coming out? It is a book. What am I supposed to... I'm supposed to read this book? Yeah, like these Because I want to know what happened later? That's Christopher Nolan. okay. Yeah, that pretty much checks out. He just, he just wearing this looks a like suit. a British dweeb. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: is he, I think he is British. I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. Know. I'm saying he, he looks he like does, a British dweeb. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there's him. Okay, yeah,
0: that's... That's what I was expecting. There
1: you go. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I love the uh, Stav's comment, shit, now I have to learn how to read. I know, yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing, although. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know that I'll be reading <laughs> And they
0: released it. the book with like a film trailer. That's bullshit. It, like they released it with like the shot of the city that they use and I'm like heat and it says two. I'm like, and then it's where? And then it's like borders. Just do that, but longer. Yeah, like two hours and yeah, 50 minutes, three, maybe.
1: Three hours, yeah.
0: And I don't even give a shit if you have to do some sort of like uh, the, what was that, the what was the movie? Irish Gentleman, Irishman?
1: Yeah, the Irishman. The Irish
0: Patient. The Irishman. <laughs> I don't even care if they have to do that, where 95-year-old Bobby De Niro is having to participate in action scenes. I don't care. Uh, Make it work. I don't know that he can't.
1: Why? Because he dies at the end of Heat.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay, well, Pacino then. No, they but do. Also they,
1: they do talk about. I think that the book, is, like it, it includes inter- stuff about De Niro because that that's probably why they made it a book. I mean, I would have just fucking bit the bullet and cast someone else's young De Niro, but uh, they, it's like both before and after. But
0: don't. Yeah, I'm just trying to think because the book, like the the Heat Two, has a date range on it in the trailer. Okay. It says like 19 I don't know, like whatever year heat ended mm-hmm. to like 10 years later. Okay. I don't care. Just make that movie. Yeah. I don't want excuses either. Ridiculous. I'm sure
1: that you like you're having trouble finding the money for what would surely be the top-grossing film of all time. You can have mine. And yeah. I don't
0: mean it for a ticket. I mean no. seed capital.
1: Yeah, I'll sign over access to my bank account. Anything in there you see that you like, it's you take it.
0: Series A.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh some some highlights from the commentary that I wanted to share with you. First of all, it is amazing. Like, just of course, of course, Michael Mann spent this much time making sure that he's gonna get everything right. But like the amount of background that he talks about of like he's just spent years hanging out with every criminal and every cop chasing notable criminals that you can imagine. And it's all super apparent. Um, The desk clerk in the hotel where they hide Wayne Grove at the end, uh, because you can see, like, you know, you see whenever De Niro's looking and sees that he's got a gun and uh, spots him as a cop. That is a cop. It's a real cop. It's the guy that took Michael Mann on ride-alongs like every night for like three years
0: hey i'm gonna put you in the movie
1: (laughs) yeah and uh he's like that that's how i really came to understand la that's awesome i'm like hell yeah you did brother that is awesome uh there's a scene early on the first time you see de niro's apartment and he's standing at the window looking out of the pacific ocean uh he's no uh not nolan uh michael mann says that that was that image was the thing that pushed him forward and compelled him to feel like he had to make the movie he'd seen a painting that was just a guy staring out a window and then the foreground and this is true of the shot you can see like the shot just is him recreating this painting he's seen you come to understand when he describes it uh and in the foreground it's just a a gun on a side table and you know just like what's he looking at why is he what's he thinking about when he's standing there you know like why has he got a gun like all these like he just he saw that image and just was fucking consumed by it and was like i just i have to make answers to these questions um
0: that's a beautiful mind
1: yeah and whenever you see the shot it's like god damn dude look we did it dude look at us (laughs) (laughs) me and michael man um and then uh, the fucking um, he talked about how they did the the special effects for the big shootout, like after they're getting out of the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he was saying that he really wanted it to truly scan how destructive these weapons are, the 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 sorts of guns that they were able to acquire and just carry around and use in the commission of a bank robbery and so the way that i mean like he says all this like well of course you know like that i've never made a movie so I'm, i'm a little bit blown away they took all those cars out into a field somewhere and used those actual guns just riddled them all up and then uh like plastered over it and would have like a small firecracker under the thing so that whenever you're shooting the gun it's you know, like uh, knocking off the the covering, but that all the holes are real holes to that firearm. Yeah, like that's what those guns do to a vehicle, let alone a fucking
0: human body. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you think that's a greater deal of firearm attention than paid by Alec Baldwin? <laughs> you know, it, and
1: I, like I think before that entire thing happened, I might have been <clears throat> like, "How can you just don't open fire in the middle of L.A.?" <laughs> But but now that we've all now that the entire world has been taught gun safety, I I nodded solemnly. I was like, yes, yes, good, safe. Um, and then uh, final bit I wanted to tell you, he was really pleased. You could tell in his voice that they the final scenes where uh, you know uh, De Niro and uh, what's it Pacino are hunting each other. Uh, that those were that's actually LAX that's not like a soundstage or anything Um, they they got permission to shoot at the uh, airport and they'd had that booked for a long time and like you know done all the clearances and everything and were able to make it work but had a real wrench thrown in because that week the unabomber threatened to blow up all of LAX Okay. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> like, this is
0: bigger than that, though.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, hold off on that. We got to make heat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even the Unabomber would have agreed. Uh, I he clearly did.
1: Famously didn't like
0: movies. Technology. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he didn't blow up the airports. No. they made it, so I'm just reading context Bit of context a bluff clues. anyways. Yeah. I'm glad they could see through that. Like, he would have had the technical capabilities for that it's a bit much so remind me the scene in the in the diner is that the only time they're on screen together
1: aside from the 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 ending yeah yeah. and he he obviously as you might i mean he says like like as that thing thing's starting he's like whispering and the this is the movie (laughs) hell yeah dude hell yeah it's the movie yeah uh he says that happened the, he mentioned, like, one of the characters, like, offhand, whenever they're talking about Detective Hannah, uh, Pacino's character, one of the guys does say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a real cop. He's the guy who took down so-and-so in Chicago. And that is to my Michael Mann's talking about this stuff as if we're all fucking fully Embedded. consumed yeah. by the, the only thing in our life is finding out about notable cat burglars and the <laughs> cops chasing them, uh, which I'm sorry to let you down, sir. I wish that that was yeah. my life and maybe it will be. Um, but uh yeah, there was there was a big time uh you know underworld figure that was shot uh by a cop in chicago and uh man spent a long time talking to that cop and he said that they absolutely and like had a chance encounter with each other i think they were like picking up dry
0: cleaning and uh the guy was just like
1: let's go to this diner let's sit
0: down and and had the you gotta do what you gotta do and i gotta do what i gotta do
1: Yeah, just they're both, both of them have such a confidence in what they're doing that they know, like that they're willing to do it because going in, they're like, he's going to tell me something he doesn't want to tell me. He's going to do it unintentionally. Like, I'm going to get a tell from this. And both of them think that they can get a tell in the same way that they're like, yeah, you know, any time I spend with this guy is time that I'm going to be able to mine and use to my advantage. So like, fucking let's do it. And uh, he he mentions that it's in fucking uh, that the De Niro tips that there's someone in his life, Edie, mm-hmm. uh, and so whenever Pacino sees just a woman sitting alone in a car, he's like, "Fuck it, let's do that." I'm on that car, and that's then it's off to the races. <sighs> I'm getting chills. It's amazing. You should definitely. Make some time for it if you get the opportunity.
0: I think what what I would like is for uh, there to be less stuff, but also for them to just run heat on all four channels uncut like it's a presidential debate like once a week.
1: (laughs) We'd be a better country. So
0: that you really have nothing, no choice but to talk about it with your friends and family. God, I would love that. Like it's roots.
1: 100%. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like... I don't know, it's a new documentary thing, there's new shows. There's not a lot too many new shows. But if everybody too many new shows. Too many new shows, not enough people collectively watching heat. Let's
1: just all watch heat for the 15th time. <laughs> That's when it starts to reveal
0: itself to you. So uh I don't know. I know you don't really want to talk about it, and we don't have a ton of time. We can talk about it. It's if right. I want to try to get in front of this rain. Uh I guess I was actually kind of laugh and listen to the hardline talk about this a little bit with with rogan with joe rogan because i don't think i really have like a negative opinion of joe rogan as like a cultural impact like i
1: guess i have such a complicated opinion i don't even know i don't know what i think dude
0: i guess i i it's weird you know and you'll read articles you'll read like people who are uh, like people who work in free speech Uh, Or not even in free speech, but I guess like censorship academics, like people who have looked through countless numbers of societies and how these things happen. And I can be pretty easily convinced that like saying Joe Rogan can't do what he does could be like bad. You know what I mean? I think we've talked about this before. Just the idea. And at the end of the day, I think it comes down to it's just a media company. That wants to make money off of what he's saying and they can make money off of what he's saying. That's probably like the most basic (laughs) assessment of the situation. But the fact that it makes so many people so mad. Like I don't really know that I honestly believe that a lot of the people that are really, really mad that Joe Rogan is popular doing what he does. I don't know if I believe that they actually believe that that's like a threat to society. I feel like a lot of it is kind of performative because – He makes people mad because he talks to people who have ideas that are shitty. Like I wish I could get like some sort of an actual ideological test on people that are super, super mad about him and find out like do you really, really think that Joe Rogan talking to this doctor who says that vaccines don't work like that that in and of itself is like that is a threat to the fabric of our functioning society. And I don't think a lot of them do. Or maybe I'm just being,
1: yeah, I arrogant mean, about that. To the extent that he is uh, increasing vaccine hesitancy, it is like you know, literally costing lives, and I, I don't think that's good. You know, I, I, it's annoying as fuck to me that everyone's not vaccinated. It's placing a burden on my life that I don't want there. You know, they fucking make you wear masks at the casinos, dude. Do you know about this?
0: Oh yeah, dude. I mean, listen, terrible. I'm uh I don't. When was the last time I went out of town? I don't remember. I was somewhere. I feel like I was somewhere recently where it was you had to have it everywhere. But I mean, look, going to flying to L.A. on Sunday, and you can't go in anywhere without a card and a mask.
1: Yeah, uh, and so I just I don't think that would be the case if you know and whatever. It's not like he's solely responsible for vaccine hesitancy. But whenever you, isn't it uh, just fucking? Uh, Doesn't it just kill your buzz in a way every time they mention how many people listen to this podcast? I don't want to know that someone else can get eleven million because then you know, like I was happy about us until then.
0: Yeah, but I guess it's we're not close to eleven. No, we're really not. I I guess it's really more like sucks. You try to think of it in terms of just like how many people listen to like the people who are at the peak of talk radio. Yeah, probably more. Way more. Yeah. You're talking like Stern and Rush? Mm-hmm. More. Well,
1: not Rush anymore.
0: No, not Rush anymore. He was. He uh, went to
1: the great pharmacy in the sky.
0: He was actually executed uh, by Tom Jackson on the set of uh, Sunday Countdown mm-hmm. for some comments that he made about black quarterbacks and particularly Donovan McNabb.
1: Had to let him do it.
0: They had him beat him to death right there.
1: I had to let him do it, though. That was
0: actually, and people don't know this, the highest rated episode of Countdown mm, in mm-hmm. the history of ESPN.
1: It's kind of made them rethink their whole schedule. Yeah. How many deaths can we get? How many beating deaths can we pack in? <laughs> no, but. The
0: advertisers love it. I don't know. I mean, didn't he even, like, say he got the vaccine? <laughs> I don't think he did. See, I, I don't thought know. he did. No, and
1: uh, you know, I, I watched his apology, and I I don't know whether or not to believe. I like, am, am I an idiot for being taken in?
0: The most recent one he posted, yeah. Like What's he the, even apologizing for? I'm not
1: sure that. It is. I mean, he's he's saying, he, like, he's like, you know, I he identifies like I I haven't paid attention to all of it enough to know if he's right or not. Whenever he says it's mainly about two episodes, but he's like, you know, they brought up some other stuff, or whatever. But primarily, it's about two episodes. And he's just basically like, I could do a better job of like talking. Like that, my my goal here is to just present all viewpoints. These people have credentials. He lists the credentials. I always hate that shit. Like what? I just I have no respect for Joe Rogan. Whenever he's like, you know, this guy's a smart guy. He's got patents. Like I don't give a fuck. Like. The Fear Factor guy does not mean to tell me about who's got fucking like academic credentials. Like This doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah,
0: and also, do but you, you said patents? Yeah, yeah some well, guys got some patents. I've skipped school before and been beaten over the head with the 1-800 number I can call to get my very own patent. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And apparently, uh, that's how the guy patented the wheel based on those ads of a caveman hammering on a stone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so nobody no yeah. he
1: says that like the, the guy he was talking to it was involved in some way in like the development of the concept of mrna vaccines yeah and so like that's and that that's the guy like you know expressing hesitancy and he's just basically like you know if there's a guy that helped develop the vaccine and he's saying like i got this this and this question like don't we want to hear that out and, you know, whenever he puts it like that, I'm like, yeah, I, I do want to hear that guy out. Uh, but I, I suspect that Joe is, uh, you know, being disingenuous in ways that it might not be obvious to me, someone who's fairly ignorant about the situation, but maybe not. Who the fuck knows? But his, his thing is basically like, uh, I could and intend to do a better job of like uh presenting the more mainstream viewpoint like like that if you if you had that episode and then immediately an episode with like you know fucking fauci or whoever like you know someone with a similar amount of credentials but just like saying like more mainstream stuff and like uh sanjay Gupta on. just kind of yeah he did have sanjay Gupta on he talked about that um yeah I, I don't know and like i saw people talking like they they're pulling up that he had done this like plenty of times before, which you seem to be referring to, of just be like the listen, you know, I'm I'm just the UFC guy, I'm a big dummy, I'm trying to do my best, blah blah blah, and you know, then he keeps on doing this shit, you know, so like how, but I I don't know my the thing that always strikes me over the head about the entire Joe Rogan discourse is how little a relationship there is between actual joe rogan and the cultural idea of joe rogan yes like you listen to the podcasts and i have my complaints with them a lot of times that's my uh my real driving emotion is like these people who say they hate joe rogan they fucking suck because they have not worked nearly as hard as me to earn the right to hate joe rogan (laughs) like they don't listen to these podcasts at all Uh, you know, it's just like, I, I, whatever, like just whenever people talk about him, like whenever he appears in these kinds of conversations, uh, it just, you can tell by the way that people talk about him that they don't listen to the podcast. And like, what I'm saying is that that doesn't mean that like, uh, that they're they're wrong about it, but they're, they're wrong about the details. Like he does suck, but it's like because he has no fucking view, he's he's an idiot. Like he, he's just like it's it's interesting. He's a very specific kind of idiot because he's like conversant in topics like that are too complicated for me, and he's comfortable in them. But like there's certain like just obvious things that are entirely eluding him. He's also. In like, just gets so taken, like, any person that comes on his show, whenever, like, if they're talking about, like, a solution to something that they have that's passionate and they're passionate about it, he, 100% of the time is like, yeah, hell yeah, we got to do that. Like, why aren't we doing that? Like, you didn't know about it five minutes ago, Joe. Like, tap the brakes, bud.
0: Like, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, I think it gets to what is... What is the role of like, of, of interviewer? What does his show exist for? You know, because like, obviously, if you, if you think about like Terry Gross or Chris Boyd, right? Like, if they have somebody on their show, they've read their entire book that night before or a week before. They Mm -hmm. read the book of, and I know they have an assistant or two or three who might split up the chapters and provide some pretty detailed, uh, pretty detailed notes, but nothing that the person that they're interviewing, Uh, says is news to them yeah so in the event that they do need to provide pushback uh they do but i don't like that feels like some sort of very like platonic ideal of how who says that's how it has to go it's better i think it's a better listen but that's what i think is interesting about his show is it's not just like oh uh, what is the role of the media company what is the role of uh i think it's actually a question about like who said that that's the way you have to do a show? Yeah. And and the obviously the logical extension of this is if you have someone on who just flat out advocates genocide. We're you, just asking questions. And it can always go to that. You know, I don't know. I just to me it's a little bit odd. I think he's more of like a symptom than some sort of a boy, the reason people aren't getting the vaccine is because of Joe Rogan. And I don't even mean that like if it in it's-I think that's right yeah yeah like not even in a, if it weren't him it'd be someone else I think that the vaccine thing was so obvious to see coming from a mile away because there's literally not been one thing that you can name in like the past eight years other than John Madden was awesome that fifty percent of people weren't like I don't think so and the other fifty percent were like Why the fuck don't you think so like it was always going to be that so then like. Yeah, he has people on that are – and I agree with you. He's a very dumb person. And I also think it's funny when people call him a great interviewer <laughs> because if he is, then we are radically changing what that distinction means when you come to – if great interview is just let these people say whatever the fuck they want for two and a half hours. He's a great interviewer.
1: Yeah, sometimes, you know, some of his shows are great. I, honestly, dude, I mean, this is this is a good example of kind of like uh what I did like because I, I think you're hundred percent right that like he doesn't have eleven million listeners because they're like interested in following him. It's like capturing what's already there. Like he's speaking to a thing that already exists, and that's why he's a hit, not because he's created a new thing that like he is forcing behind. But like uh I, I think I probably talked about this on here. I, I fucking talk about it to anyone who talks to me for more than five minutes. I cut way down on my marijuana usage just because of an episode of his <laughs> podcast. Art. He had like the sleep guy on. Have I, uh, we we, I had think we've talked about it, yeah, but, yeah. but I don't remember What's the was... guy's name? Do you, know? Do you know the sleep guy, Matthew something? I don't know. I think his book is like widely debunked, which like... I don't know. Uh, you could tell he's he's saying that like sleep is like, uh, you know, that there'd be no more AIDS if only we slept enough. So like, obviously, some he doesn't literally say that. It's a, I'm using hyperbole to make a point. Um, he, there's no way that he's just too enthusiastic about sleep for it to be that good. But you should take away from the like, you know. Obviously, sleep is pretty good. Not exactly as good as this guy says, but like it is very good. If he's wrong about half this stuff, sleep's a pretty big deal. Wow. And yeah. uh, no more AIDS. Wow. <laughs> Who should do that? <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't they do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, he was, he basically, you know, I, I I'd noticed that my memory was like uh, swiftly deteriorating. And he was explaining that marijuana blocks you from having this sort of deep sleep like the restorative sleep where you do a process of like your brain kind of like rewinds the whole day and like locks it in you know moves it from like the short term to the long term i think that's slow wave okay yeah i mean you know more than me i'm positive i got a tracker for how many hours every night you got a little slow wave tracker yeah um maybe i need to get a slow wave tracker but it also he,
0: could be confusing which one is more for your brain and which one is more for your uh your body your body but one of them is distinctly four and it's interesting too because when i look at it i can see like which parts of the night i was more in slow wave and more in and rim and slow wave is definitely like usually right when you fall asleep which i think is for me like half an hour after i fall asleep that is the most like man i'm fucking out of it yeah that i am of the whole like that's why i think if you take like a 30 you lay down on the couch mm-hmm and then you get woken up like 45 minutes in or mm-hmm. an hour in if you intended to go longer and you're like, whoa, whoa. Like I was in the middle of some deep shit just now and yeah. I'm not prepared to get up because I don't feel like I am existing.
1: Yeah. I'm always working on timing my naps better. And yeah, that, that, the thing I most identify with is just, yeah, whenever I wake up at the wrong point of a nap, <sighs> just miss time a nap, that's uh that's tough. It's, it feels very fucking counterproductive. Like I wish I hadn't done the nap. But uh it basically made me understand, and this has proven to be true in my life, that uh, just by like making like the, that I would see an incremental difference by making like that every day that I don't fucking like knock myself out with weed. <laughs> uh i'm getting sleep that's locking in those memories and like things so it's not like that if i just kick it entirely for three years then i'll start seeing my memory get a little bit better that that the benefits would be faster you know arriving than uh than i'd but whatever (laughs) and all this is just like i don't you know i mean like if he puts out enough episodes and you're listening to enough of them like something's gonna click at some you know like He's just making so much stuff and talking to like, and is able to attract like a certain kind of person that like you you can't help but have some of it be useful. Yeah, and by what I would attribute to more or less random chance, it has had an amazing positive effect on my life. Uh, but like I don't know, you know, it doesn't take away from how dumb he is, and yeah. he's ruining Austin.
0: Oh man, I don't even remember. I think it was uh, maybe it was in Succession the other day. Yeah, but, how are you doing? Uh, I think I have one left in season, in the most recent season. Okay,
1: I've had a point written down.
0: we don't even need to get to it, but I, I might be able to have it written tonight. down
1: about the finale for. Uh,
0: okay, give me one more. Give me one more uh, episode, and I'll be caught up. Okay. One more episode of this show, but yeah, now people bring up Austin like it's uh they, i think they might have even said like uh you know they were listing off like premier destinations to relocate to and it was like luxembourg or like there was like other like high finance sounding european cities yeah and they're like you know austin yeah and i was like what i know dude but i don't want to become this guy i i know
1: i hate it all around i hate every aspect like i hate myself i hate the people who like it I hate myself for hating them.
0: Yeah, I,
1: all, it's it's. I've been the real. I need I need therapy with regards to Austin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you're like, uh, it's just it's. Well, I haven't really thought through this, but like it's kind of like you're hoping for the day when it becomes Detroit. I don't know that we'll live to see it. I don't think we will either. And. My understanding is
1: that the reason why it was good in the first place is not because it was Detroit, but it was considerably overbuilt. Like there was – they just – developers made a series of incorrect bets about how fast it was going to grow. And that made it so that there was an oversupply of housing and that it was – like that whenever you had like artists, you know, like people – like, you know, if you're a fucking smart creative guy in small town Texas – you're hoping to go to the University of Texas. Then once you do, uh, you know, you can, like, stick around there. Or even because, if you don't go to school there. Yeah. Or, you know, like, fucking just it's it's easy place to, like, get by as an artist. It yeah. was for most of our life. Like, that was what it all you – know, like, the Keep Austin weird stuff, like, that's what it's about. Like I, I don't know that like everyone who has a "Keep Austin Weird" bumper sticker like universally agrees with me that like the the best thing that happened was uh, that an oversupply of housing and that that's like that's you know. But like they're they're talking about the effects of that is yes. my point. Uh, and now they're in like the exact opposite situation. Like if you are if you're anyone other than like a fucking corporate dick sucker, then <laughs> there's no fucking way that you're gonna be able to live there. Then like I don't know. I don't want to hang around with those people.
0: I just want to hang around with Rob Lowe. Yeah, I just want to hang around with Rob Lowe. Now, I mean, like, it was a four episode arc, by the way. I looked today. Four episodes? Four episodes. Do we need to watch all of them? I'm telling you, man, depending on what happens tonight. (laughs) I mean, I want the answer to be yes either way, but. I told Dan today cuz like he didn't know about, you know, Lone Star 911 or 911 Lone Star. Does he not watch football? But I'm like, dude, I don't want to know about it. It's listen, like I'm seeking it out. Those people need another storm. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're the of the writers' room <laughs> <laughs> yeah, needs another storm. What are they going to do?
0: Like what what's their next idea? Like four you know what episodes. They should do, though? What they should do. What do we do? Four episodes. Four episode arc. What they should do is they should just look at that time period that I've it highlighted cold before.
1: It was ice.
0: <laughs> Go back to that time period I've highlighted before and just scrape all of the headlines for like that 2013 to 18 time. Like when we had Draw the Profit. We had the restaurant biker shooting. Mm-hmm. When the world was focused on Texas. We had Clock Boy. Yeah. There were several uh, uh, former Cowboys special teams coach Joe Avizano died on a treadmill while coaching the Milan Seaman of the Italian football league. It wasn't a national story, but go ahead. But it was a something that happened in this. He owns hat tricks, so that's <laughs> uh, not the making same, a national claim. Same but sort of. Continue. I'm just saying, there's plenty of ground there. If that show wanted to appeal to me, they would do basically what Law and Order does. Yeah, just ripped from ripped the, rip from the from Texas the Star headlines. Telegram. Yeah, and just run that, and I would watch that. You just want to see Rob Lowe being like, "Yeah, the name of the team was the Semen." Yeah, and I want to see Rob Lowe working Get a through load of this. Let that clock look like a bomb. Yeah,
1: <laughs> God, that'd be great. <laughs> and they gotta like cast someone to play the Irving Mayor.
0: <laughs> Beth Van Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. Buzzing the lens right now. (laughs) What's up, baby? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going home. Cool. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one,
1: I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.